Thanks for checking out the Tennessee Holler Podcast, the flagship podcast of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Subscribe to and support the Holler at www.tnholler.com to help us fearlessly yell the truth about Tennessee. And be sure to subscribe to the growing family of Holler Podcasts while you're there. You can also follow the Holler on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the TN Holler. Tennessee. 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 Hi everybody, welcome back to another very special Facebook, Twitter live here at the Tennessee Holler. I'm Holler founder Justin Canoe. We're at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. We're also at Memphis Holler, Murfreesboro Holler, Nuga Holler, Knoxville Holler, Chattanooga Holler, Cookville Holler, Tri-Cities, Harrogate. We're all over the place now thanks to you. Appreciate all the support you all give us. If you have a few bucks today, give it to Marquita. If you have a few more, is it Marquita or Marquita? Kita, I should know that by now. It's um, when you say Q-U, you're going to say the qua sound. Qua, that's what I thought. Okay. Give it to Marquita. If you have a few more, give it to the holler. We appreciate all the support. Marquita, how are you doing today? It's great to see you. Well, um, today is a beautiful day in Nashville. I'm still on a transition Tennessee tour and um, I'm doing physically okay today. Well, that's good. That's what matters. Uh, Before we get into talking about your campaign, obviously some news has just shook the country. Uh, Breonna Taylor charges were announced, not announced, depending how you look at it. Uh, One of the officers is being charged with wanton endangerment. Two others are not being charged at all. Basically, they're being charged for the bullets that went through the wall, but not for the bullets that went into Brianna Taylor. Did you hear that news? And what was your reaction when you heard it? This is not a headline. This is about one of our daughters not being here anymore and leaving too soon. One of the things that we have to understand is that we just can't look to the past, but as your next U.S. Senator, it'll be my responsibility to make sure that there are no more Breonna Taylors happening again. And one of the ways to do that is to ban no-knock warrants. They are dangerous, not only for civilians, but also law enforcement too. Absolutely. Well, that seems like certainly a good place to start. Just wanted to flash a few of the reactions. We see uh, Andrew Yang says Black Lives Matter exists because of days like today. Breonna Taylor should still be alive. Reverend Barber says this is a damnable decision. And he goes on to say that uh, the attorney general is is responsible also. And this is just as a final word for for what we'll talk about today. Uh, Her sister posted, I am so sorry, sister, and that's Breonna Taylor's sister. So obviously it's a tough day. There will be protests. This is why we fight. And this is, a, I think, a big part of why you got involved with what you got involved with in the first place. So I just want to circle back with you, Marquita. You know, I haven't really talked to you since or on the holler. We talked before your primary, but I haven't talked to you since. Uh, how are you feeling since you won this historic primary, uh, you know, and, and what stage of the campaign do you feel like you're at right now? Well, we, we're about to hit um, into the get out to vote mode soon because early voting starts October the 14th, right? 
Um, so we have kicked this campaign up into high gear. We're fundraising, is working people all over the state of Tennessee and this nation have been chipping in and we're almost close to a million. There you go. That's beautiful. And that people need to know that, you know, that's a that's a big leap from where you were in your primary. To your credit, you won a primary without a ton of money, which I think shows that money isn't everything. So there was a good lesson to be gleaned from that. And, and that's that's a pretty great thing. Uh, let's talk about real quick what you just did yesterday. And I want to show people rather than tell them. And then you can tell us why uh, this was you yesterday in Green County uh, doing something that I've never done. Last year, when I moved my candidacy, I had to take a leave. And I just want royalty to be enough. You are what I'm fighting for. I want South Memphis to know, North Nashville to know, each chat to know that if you felt like you've been left out before, I am the representative that's going to make sure that your voice is heard in the U.S. So that's pretty awesome that you did that. I have never <laughs> skydived. I have to admit, I am too chicken to do it. How scared were you? Had you done it before? And how did that come about? Look, I, I don't know if you've seen any of the news reports, but they did catch like one part of those like, so, you know, were you scared? And um, I wasn't scared, but it was some of the elders came uh, from the De Democratic Party. And, and a little nice um, elderly lady's like, I just don't want you jumping out of that, out of that plane. <laughs> it's okay. How about we just pray? And that way we can settle everybody's fears. And we prayed together. And um, and once, you know, and that was just to calm their fears down because I had already said my prayers. So once I pray about something, I'm good. And um, it was really an opportunity to support a small business um, and also uh, do something exciting and see Tennessee from a bird's eye view, literally um, how beautiful our state was. And so it was very exciting. And just that moment, that tranquility, that once the parachute has opened, you get to see all of rural Tennessee in a different way. But before the parachute opens, you have to step out of the plane. What was that moment like right before you stepped out? Was this the first time you had ever done that? This was the first time I ever done, done that. But one thing you have to know is that the, these experts are trained. And one thing about leadership is that in order to execute certain things, you have to be able to listen. So if I was not a person that did not listen well, it probably wouldn't not have went as well as it would have. Uh, so um, I was trying to make sure that I was following all the instructions and just being prepared and ready um, for the leap of faith, um, that what you have to take um, to go forward in su such a project as this, as running for U.S. Senate to make sure that working people have a voice. It really has been a leap of faith. And, you know, I think it's been really impressive to watch you go through this. You are a part of a, of a class here that's running. Uh, there's been 10 black senators in all of U.S. history. Six are running to change that in 2020. Do you have a sense of the historic nature of what you're doing and your place in history right now? Or are you putting your head down and just focusing on your race? Look, 
I have noticed like the historical context of what's going on, but it's not finished yet. We're a little bit past halfway, but we set our eyes on making sure that we secure this U.S. Senate seat for hardworking families. And that's what's the most important part of this process, that we have included voices all over Tennessee. And we're continuing to go through all the counties and making sure that people know that they have a better choice, a person that's going to work hard to represent people and also be available with transparency and accountability that you expect in government. Well, that would be a refreshing change. Where can people help you just so we get the website up so people know where they can go and give to you and support and volunteer? MarquitaBradshaw.com. I know you did not raise a lot in the primary and then it has been updated about exactly how much we um, raised in a primary. It was $27,000. Well, this is not that right now. We need all the help we can with donations um, because we are we have a very massive GOTV program that we are putting out. And we got some exciting news that I hope to loop back around with you, Justin, um, after next week. Uh, we are full speed ahead and we need to make sure that we secure this U.S. Tennessee. And the best way we do that is by together. So you can donate, you can volunteer at MarquitaBradshaw.com. Well, I see a lot of people are commenting right now. We see all your comments. I'm flashing them on the screen. I know Marquita appreciates it. I appreciate it. You know, it's really refreshing and unique to have a candidate like you running who just was endorsed by Bernie Sanders. I mean, that's not something that happens to a lot of Tennessee nominees for various reasons. So that's a special thing. Uh, tell people a little bit about, I see Echo Womanism is what can heal us and she stands for that. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're centering climate, Green New Deal, uh, progressivism in your campaign, because that's something that is, is unique. And, and if you can also touch on how it relates to racial justice too, because the two are intertwined. Absolutely. When we look at how racism manifests and how environmental policies are enforced, um, you look at Memphis um, and you see almost 220 national priority list Superfund sites, active Superfund sites, and archive sites. In the state of Tennessee, you have 1,100 um, of those sites. But what you, you have a, a stark reminder of what that racism looks like because working people, whether they be black, brown, indigenous, or even poor white communities here in the state of Tennessee, we don't have direct access to our political structure that determines how our neighborhoods are shaped. And because of what happened in my community, my commitment to healthy and safe communities not only goes for South Memphis, but for this whole state. A commitment to not only um, understanding what the Green New Deal is the just transition away from pollution because we have a economy built on pollution. And you have places like um, where, uh, what is it, Bulls Run, um, mm -hmm. that I to go visit, where people have to make a decision on going to work and putting food on the table and also 
poisoning their community at the same time. And I talked to a person that raised their child as a single mother. And they was like, you know, I feel so guilty that I work there. And then I see my health and my community's health. And I just feel so awful. And I was like, no, don't feel awful because it wasn't your fault. But what we can do is build an economy around clean, renewable energy and also move towards zero waste infrastructure where we can move away from the cycle of pollution and build a new economy built, built on not great paying jobs and healthy and safe communities. We can have all of that. And that's what the just transition looks like for these communities to move away from this cycle of pollution where we have an economy with good paying jobs and an environment where you have healthy and safe communities where you live, learn, work, worship, and recreate. And get paid enough so you actually can recreate. I went to the Tennessee Wildlife um, Federation this morning um, for an interview and just knowing that some families work so much and that they don't have access to be able to recreate in our beautiful state of Tennessee or how some families actually depend on uh, being self-sufficient and hunting and fishing. And we have to make sure that that part of our American culture is preserved. Absolutely. Well, it's refreshing to hear you talk about these things. And, you know, what I would like to point out to people is that this is the kind of talk that you get from candidates who aren't in the pockets of special interests. And, you know, that's really at the end of the day, what we're up against. We're up against bought and paid for people who are in the pockets of big oil, in the pockets of, of special interests. And that's certainly what Marquita is up against. So that's why we need to help with our small dollar donations and to chip in if we want to wrest our government away from those special interests, it's going to take work, it's going to take money, and it's going to take all of us doing it together. So Marquita, first of all, it takes somebody stepping up to run. So thank you very much for doing that. I do appreciate that you've done it. How many of these counties have you been to? I know you said you were going to go to all of them. How far into that process are you? I think we got about 25 more. Um, yes, yes, probably. Wow. And then sometimes we hit up maybe six or seven in a day but some areas we concentrate on because so so many times these communities have been left out of the political process or we have so many people who are just not active voters. And so mm -hmm. we wanna make sure that we spend the right attention in, in each places and that we um, come around and, and just know this, that this is just not to just to get into the office. You're gonna keep seeing me because I wanna know and I wanna see those policies that we work together to put together as a working community, that platform with the Voices of Tennessee. I wanna see, I wanna come back and see how it's working so we can keep making it better because that's how we win by working together as working people. How, what do you say to somebody who isn't engaged, isn't really a voter, hasn't been involved in the process, doesn't care, thinks all candidates are the same. Like, what's your pitch to somebody who is not an active voter in Tennessee? Because there are so many of them. Look, I understand. I know what it feels to be left out. And I don't want anybody else to ever feel that way when it comes to the part of the process they actually own as a voter. You are the most important part of this process. 
your voice. Yesterday was National Voter Registration Day. And I was so proud to see that one of my friends was able to get their voting rights back and that now they are becoming an active part of this process. And you and your family, by becoming an active part of this process, gives you more voice in how your communities are shaped. You know how you want your communities to look like. You know what your schools, what you want your schools to look like. You know what type of local economies your local economies need. And it's my job to make sure your voice is represented in the U.S. Senate. And so register to vote today and check around in your family and make sure all, all of them are registered to vote too. And then when you get through registering everybody in your family, go walk down the street and get your community registered to vote. And after you get through looking for people to register to vote and you think, hey, we got everybody, make a vote plan together. Don't go to the uh, election day by yourself. I'm gonna go to early voting and I'm gonna take some friends with me. And when I get through going to early voting, I'm gonna go look for some more friends to go. And that's how we're gonna flip this U.S. Tennessee all together, working people. We absolutely, absolutely, working, working people and voting early, which you keep saying, I think is really important because we know that there's gonna be some shenanigans and the best way to undercut that is to get out there and vote early. Marquita, are we? Are there going to be any debates, town halls, are there forums? What, what's the plan between you and, and Haggerty? Look, I'm so busy out meeting my future constituents, and I am so happy to be talking to voters that I have not made time for debates. But if a debate comes up, I have no problem doing so. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Well, I hope it does happen. And, uh, you know, I, I would be anxious to see you on a stage next to Haggerty. We all know what he's going to say. He's a, the standard Trump, uh, you know, rubber stamp. And that's who he is. He's he's Marshall Blackburn in khaki pants. And I think you would be a, a refreshing, refreshing change from that. Uh, just as a, as a final thought here, and I'm going to let you go. I know you got a lot of people to go talk to. And we appreciate you coming on to the holler again. TNHoller.com is where you can find us and follow along as we try to help lift up the messages of great candidates like Marquita. Uh, what, what do you want people to leave you with, people that haven't maybe met you in person? Or, you know, what, what's, what do you want their feeling to be from a Marquita Bradshaw campaign? I want you to know that I am here to represent you and your voice and to make sure that your communities are healthy and safe is something that we can do together. Because not only am I saying these are the issues that we're fighting for, but I'm living the issues just like many people across Tennessee. Farmers are experiencing the same thing, having to have more than one job here in the state of Tennessee. We have people who know what our state should look like, and I am willing to work with all of you to make sure our Tennessee is a greater state. Fantastic. Well, go to MarquitaBradshaw.com and sign up. There, someone's asking for a yard sign. Is that where they can find those? Uh, let's see. Some of the Democratic Party should have some of the yard signs um, within this week. And also some of the yard signs might actually start popping up in people's yard. So um, if you've already requested a yard sign um, through the 
uh, request form and bumper stickers and all that kind of stuff, then it'll come to you. And no cost. Um, we are not selling yeah. um, uh, yard signs and different things like that. Um, we want to make sure that no matter who you are in Tennessee, that you can participate in the process. So some people have donated more just so more people can have um, access to yard signs in a time such as this is COVID-19. And just because you're going through a hard time, I don't want you to feel like you can't participate in this process. Do the yard signs have the glasses on the logo? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? What's the story behind me? I got to ask as a last question. The glasses, how long have you worn the glasses? They're fantastic. When, when, when did they start? How did they happen? And please never change. Oh my gosh. These are some cheap reading glasses uh, because I didn't have vision and I, I knew my vision was changing and then I needed to see. Um, probably some $10 glasses on Amazon. So. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how they started because they're very, you know, memorable shaped glasses. They're not your standard glasses. So you must have made a decision to wear those at some point in your life, no? Absolutely, absolutely. Even my um, sunshades are, are sort of cat eye also. Okay. Yeah, and so um, I like this style. I picked it out. I didn't, I, and I was like, hey, these actually work. And that's what happened uh, with the glasses, um, which is really funny that Marcuda glasses has been trending on, on Twitter. <laughs> They're fantastic. Well, I'm all for it. Uh, keep up the great work. Thanks for joining us on here. We will definitely be following along. MarquitaBradshaw.com is where you can go to support. Give her some money. Give her your time. Give her your effort. This is how we make an impact here in Tennessee. Marquita, thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.